Now, President Sultan Raposa has invited members of the public to send their nominations for the position of the next uh, Chief Justice of South Africa. Now, this comes as the term of the current Chief Justice, Mukhweng Mukhweng, comes to an end on October the 11th. Ramaphosa has given the public until October the 1st to send their nominations, following which a panel will shortlist between three and five candidates for his consideration. He says he has taken this unprecedented route in order to promote transparency and encourage public participation. For more on this, we joined on the line by the Executive Secretary at the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution, Lawson Naidu. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Uh, good morning, Albus. Thank you very much. Now, Section 1743 of the Constitution empowers the President to appoint the next Chief Justice after consulting the uh, Judicial Service Commission and the leaders of political parties represented in the National Assembly. Now, this move to involve the public, is it the first of its kind? Well, um, it is indeed the first of its kind in relation to the position of Chief Justice. Uh, but it is the normal practice. Uh, when judges of the uh, higher courts are being uh, considered for appointment. So for all other positions in the higher courts, the high court, the Supreme Court, as well as the Constitutional Court, uh, the uh, process of selecting judges is initiated by the Judicial Service Commission, who plays an advert, public advert, calling for nominations in the same way that the president has now done. So all that the president has done now is to extend that process to include the Chief Justice. Uh, so insofar as the Chief Justice is concerned, yes, it is the first time. The other difference is, of course, is that there's now, the President has also announced a panel to assist him in sifting through those nominees that he may receive. Now, the President said it's open for transparency, but uh, do you think that that reason is good enough? Um, that's a very good question, Elvis, because I think whilst we obviously welcome uh, the, the transparency that is being inserted into this process, if that transparency is not uh, um, linked to a competitive and robust process, uh, then it is meaningless. And we've seen, uh, for example, transparent processes in Parliament uh, where heads of Chapter 9 institutions have been appointed um, but they've not been robust and they've not uh, produced the best candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and similarly, the last time we went through this exercise of appointing the Chief Justice in 2011, uh, much of the concern was around the fact that if you only interview one candidate, how do you know that you're getting the right person for the job? So a competitive process is an integral part of ensuring that the best candidate emerges. So take us through what the criteria for choosing a Chief Justice is. Well, this is, uh, again, another critical question, uh, Elvis, and it's the reason why CAFAC went to court a few months ago to challenge uh, the Judicial Service Commission after it conducted its April round of interviews. It's precisely because there are no written criteria except what the Constitution says, that uh, he or she must be a a fit and proper person, etc., Mm. If, if we bear in mind 
that the Chief Justice is not just the head of the Constitutional Court. She or he is also the uh, head of the Judicial Service Commission and is also the head of a government department, effectively, what is now the Office of the Chief Justice, that has administrative responsibility for the functioning of all of the higher courts in South Africa. So the person has to be an exceptional jurist, respected amongst their peers, with good management and leadership skills, and in whom the public can repose the levels of trust that are required of someone heading the judicial branch of government. Uh Uh, How much weight will the public nominations have, you think? Well, you know, it's part of the process, um, Elvis. Uh, Again, you know, it's a circuitous uh, answer, but it depends who the public nominates Uh and and if they meet those criteria. Uh, and you know the uh, one does, and I say in the absence of written criteria, um, which we certainly hope will, uh, the Judicial Service Commission will begin to uh, engage in, in as soon as possible. Uh, we believe that the uh, the panel that uh, has been appointed by the president, a six person panel, uh, which we welcome because it does uh, reflect a broad range of uh, people from. Uh, uh, judges, former uh, ministers of uh, former and current minister of justice, the former public protector, someone from civil society from the South African National AIDS Coalition, which is a welcome development, certainly from a civil society perspective, and a legal academic. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one assumes that they will have a, a good understanding of the type of. Uh, uh, skills that a, a, a chief justice will need to have, uh, but it's not clear what process the, uh, this panel is going to adopt. Uh, you know whether they're simply going to uh, do their shortlisting on the basis of the submitted documents on the nominees, or whether they will undertake some kind of public uh, process. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the time frame, <clears throat> they have to submit their report to the president by the 29th of October. Mm-hmm. It does. It does appear unlikely that they're going to be, con- uh, be able to conduct any sort of public uh, process. process yes. uh, for example, as was done when uh, Shamila was, Batoy was appointed as the NDPP mm-hmm. uh, almost three years ago. All right, that's where we got to leave it. Fant- <laughs> absolutely fantastic discussion. That was the Executive Secretary of the Council for the Advancement of South African Constitution, Lawson Naidu.